Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, I'm thanks. Really good. I'm doing really good. Yeah. Where, where are we right yeah. now? We are up at the Lox's studio yeah. recording a Two Jews and Two Black Dudes episode. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them what we watched, baby. <laughs> we watched uh, the, last forgot <laughs> the Last Dragon. He almost forgot. <laughs> Holy shit. How could you forget that? The Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. You're you going to fucking love it to him right now. Bruce Leroy. Incredible. Yo, Styles, what are you doing on Wednesday, October 3rd? Smoking weed, gonna be in a highline ballroom. Yo, what you doing there? I'm, I'm gonna come join you. Yeah, come join me. It's a show called Two Jews and the um, Two Black Dudes Review the Movies. Oh, that's nice. Live. That's dope. Highline ballroom. You bringing anybody? Yeah. You mind if I tag along? Let's go. <laughs> come on in, brother. No doubt. Don't miss it. I'll be there. So, everybody, it's Two Jews, Two Black Dudes, Highline High Ballroom. Highline Ballroom, October 3rd. <laughs> Special guests. Don't miss it. We're gonna watch a movie live. You'll be there watching it with us. You'll be able to kick it with us, give feedback, watch Crazy Sheet Looch, watch fucking Psychopath, fucking Serial Killer Jeff. <laughs> and Eric and myself, he just, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be fucking lit. Yep, yep, yep. That was Yo, really good. That was yeah, good. Jada Kids, if people want to go get their tickets, where can they go? <laughs> that was good. That was really it's good. It's TheReal.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're back in the apartment, and... I hope everyone does go to itsthereal.com and gets their tickets to Two Jews and Two Black Dudes review the movies live at Highline Ballroom October 3rd, itsthereal.com. Jeff, I did want to make mention after a really heartbreaking weekend and a very tough beginning to this week, I just wanted to say to everybody who has been affected by the loss of Mac Miller, um, we love you and we're with you. And like Jeff said last week, we're all going through this together and we're all going to get through this together. And I think that's important to know because we've received so many messages um, in this short period of time of people telling us what Mac Miller meant to them. I know we made it clear what Mac Miller meant to us, both on our podcast and on uh, Open Late, the Peter Rosenberg show. And also we were on the New York Times uh, podcast with With John John Karamanica. Yep. Um, so, you know, Mac has been very present on our minds this week, and, uh, I'm sure he's been on yours as well. Yes. So a couple weeks back, we had... A couple weeks? Okay, more than a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Because, okay, people might not know, people might think that we record a new podcast every single week on, like, a regular schedule. Sometimes it's like Swizz Beats will come over on a Saturday night at 11 p.m., and you just do it then. Right, and and the podcast goes up on Monday night. Yeah. But this was, we were planning this vacation. We were going to Utah and Arizona for 10 days to go to all the national parks. We were definitely not going to be recording any episodes out there. And we recorded episodes like we'd never be coming back. We recorded like (laughs) six episodes in like a week. Actually, this week we're recording five episodes in four days or something Something like like that. that. And so this episode is from about a month ago. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because the fact is that Jay Worthy's energy and his vibe and his sense of humor still translates it's a dope episode jay worthy if you aren't very familiar with him and you should be you should be very familiar with him he's certified he is one half of the group london drugs who have a reissued project out right now so people might have missed it the first time two years ago when they put it out on soundcloud yes it it was active now it is active deluxe there you go it has so many dope songs on it no i don't even want like go listen to it like it is it is our favorite album of this year 
It is so good. It's amazing. Go listen to it. Active Deluxe. And it has such a, a distinct sound. So shout out to Sean and shout out to Jay Worthy, a really interesting guy. He's from Vancouver, but he's also from Los Angeles. And when Jeff says certified, he is the real deal. He is Pyru of the streets, in the streets, on the on streets, the streets yeah, just going through every preposition. When Vice was putting together a documentary about Compton. Right. Bompton. Yeah. They went through Jay Worthy. Yeah, Jay Worthy was the guy. You had to go to him to get to Kendrick. Anything that was going on, it started and stopped with Jay Worthy. We also talked about his relationship with Freeway Ricky Ross. They mm-hmm. were selling hair together. It is one of my favorite Out stories. Out of the trunk of his car. That people have told in this podcast. Also, the Sarah McLaughlin story is amazing. <laughs> That's a good one, too. We talk about Drake. We talk about Kendrick. We talk about currency. Yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff. Everybody you think that we would. Everything you think that we we talk about yams. It's a great episode, and there's great music behind it. So definitely check up on Jay Worthy, and then check in when you're heading to Bompton. Jeff, do you have three episodes that you want to recommend that people listen to? Yes, but before that, I do want to shout out Young Ezra. Oh yeah. Who brought? So I mean, like we were this this episode was in the works for a very long time, right? And we were DMing with Jay like a million, you know, before he was coming to New York. You know, yeah. there were a bunch of months in between, yeah, uh, the planning of this and and it actually happening. But also, his manager, one of his managers, one of his managers is our friend Ezra. Yeah, Ezra is a child, and 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 we talk about that in during the podcast. Yes, but yeah, Ezra's Ezra's a young kid. Ezra just finished high school. He's certified in a, in, a, in a different way. <laughs> yeah, like Ezra has lived about 40 lives, and we talk about that in the podcast. Yeah. But, all right, fine. Uh, episodes that you should check out if you like this one. Number 30, Currency. <laughs> Shout out to our guy, Currency. We do play a clip from that episode in this episode as well. Currency, as you know, is the hot spitter. He is New Orleans' own. And we get into all the details about growing up, about his no limit days, about his cash money days, about his young money days, about his independent grind, his relationship with Wiz Khalifa, about that Rockefeller chain that he owes us. There's a lot. It's a lot of fun. You know, we have this special relationship with Mac Miller. Rest in peace. And currency is another one. When we get together, there's nothing like that creativity between the three of us. All right, uh, how about number 155, OT Genesis? OT Genesis, Long Beach's own. We talk about what growing up in Long Beach was really like. And also what's fascinating is that Long Beach's most famous entertainer, Snoop Dogg, Mm -hmm. there was never a question that OT was going to go to him and, like, you know, tell him that he raps and he needs to get on and this or that. He avoided that. He was like, I'm going to prove myself. And he did. He went in a totally different and very successful direction. And now he's Snoop's peer, not just Snoop's guy. Also, number 157, T Grizzly. Shout out to T Grizzly. Shout out to everybody up there in Detroit. What a what a warm guy. We we had him up here, didn't know what to expect. You know, I'll just say he told us exactly how he found himself behind bars yeah okay go listen to that episode and you find out but a nice guy super nice guy i so think smart yeah so, it's one of those things yeah. where it's like 
even though he's smart, even though he's a nice guy, he he did end up behind bars, but it doesn't define him. You exactly. Know? Yes. So shout out to T Grizzly. Shout out to Detroit. Um, Anything else? Yeah. Review the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Oh. All that stuff on iTunes. It's so crazy. So many SoundCloud. people give it a high rating. Yeah. And then don't leave a review. We've yeah. been stuck on 138. And yes, we check. <laughs> Guys, leave leave a nice note. Say something nice about us. People care. We care. Yeah. Even if it's just like, I like the curly one and the tall one. <laughs> you know? Jeff, when do you want to get into this episode? Uh, right now. Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Swerving Lanes, a.k.a. Gutterball. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Bagging Grams, a.k.a. Anna Nicole Smith. <laughs> yeah, this is a waste of time, but it's the real. <laughs> Jay, what's happening? Shit, is cooling, man. We met you down at South by Southwest. Yeah. And we were so impressed that you were really just rolling by yourself. Mm-hmm. It was like some hand-to-hand stuff. Like you were, you didn't know us. Like in person, you no. were, you were so nice from jump. We were like, yo. This is a guy who's really, you know, about his business. He is about, you know, really making connections. He is a very humble guy. He shows up by himself until today. Today, you brought like 15 people to our apartment. Oh, <laughs> shit. And we see how it really is when you're in promo mode. <laughs> in promo mode, full promo run, you feel me? What was that South By experience like for you? That shit was cool. Uh, I really, like, to be honest, I was only on like a couple showcases. I was really out there more just uh, promoting pro club the uh the company that like the kind of the yeah. ambassador of kind of the marketing dude or creative director whatever the hell they want to call it <laughs> yeah i'm in charge of running that and <laughs> yeah. running that shit so that was like my i was out there just like creating awareness for the brand really and then just popping up to like larry june shows and um Kelly's shows yeah just different homie shows that's out there and that was also on the tail end of the g worthy run too Yep. That project, we know Cardo very well. Um, one of our favorite podcasts when he was up here. Yeah. Also, one of our favorite running jokes is that Cardo is four foot eleven. <laughs> he looks like a fucking uh, <laughs> like the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah. 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 He's like a little like garden gnome with yeah. his tiny he shoes is. and yeah. Yeah, he is the leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you talk about your experience of of working with Cardo? Yeah. So like Cardo actually like reached out to us because me and Sean got a group called London Drugs. Mm-hmm. So we put out this album called Active, which actually was the re-release today it came out. And he hit us up because he really fucked with that album. And he was like, yo, Yams uh, always told me to work with you. So that he just, you know what I'm saying? He did it on the strength of that. And then we just linked up one day uh sean came out there i i got a prequel involved and we just recorded this shit in like one day one day yeah one day and so I, yeah did you did you know that you would connect like that i mean shit when me and cardo got on the phone like we like had the same music interest and like came up on the same shit so you know what i'm saying where it's like I already knew it was gonna work you know what i mean that's dope well truthfully mm-hmm. like you know when you're saying that you only did it in one day are you saying that you were like real locked in or are you saying you just put zero effort into it? <laughs> no, 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 no. So like, I mean, really like Carter was sending beats over at first and then I would send some to Perico, but Perico likes to like make shit like, you know, everybody together. So that's kind of how we like booked the session and just, you know, we just came with like fresh shit, just a fresh start. Had Cardo just make the beats on the spot and shit. A this, few albums that happened like that. I think the Alchemist one, I pretty much made like most of it in like a day. The is, DJ Fresh one was like a day. Is that a problem then? Like you know, sort of setting the bar that high that it's like whoever you work with in the future, it's going to be like yeah, you're no, telling Sean, you're like, hey, chop up these samples. 
find these me, samples right now. Me and Sean took three years to make uh, right. Active, right? So that's All that's right. fascinating to me that that's a project that took you three years to make. Yeah. It took two years to sort of like incubate and work its way around the world and get the interest of so many people when it was strictly just a SoundCloud mainly release, right? <laughs> right, that's all it was. That's why, like, today we're, like, we wanted to put it on, like, you know, all platforms and, you know, revamp it and add new songs to it and shit like that. So but, who were some of the people who took notice over those two years? Man, I guess Cardo, uh, Alchemist. Um, Currency. Currency, yeah. Uh, Freddie Gibbs. uh Barack Obama. <laughs> I don't know, man. A lot of people, though, it's crazy. A lot of people just like, Cousin you know. Cousin Stiz. Yeah. Cousin Stiz. Yep. And like like people that aren't rappers, too. Like, I remember like sports players were hitting me and skateboarders. are Like, our music really big in the skateboard community. We're always getting like posted on like Thrasher. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Or like all the Supreme homies and Palace homies are always uh, playing this shit in the store. So it was crazy just to see like what type of people actually fucked with it like what was your expectation like when you were putting it together or was there any expectation i don't know what was our expectation what did you think yeah we were just like yo we pretty much we didn't even know what we were gonna do with it because after yams passed we were like well shit what are we gonna do and then a track like it hit us and was like yo i fuck with it so you know he gave us a platform to put it out on but we didn't know what it was going to do you know we just knew that we fucked with it well so we live in a world where people want instant gratification Mm -hmm. you know we live in a world where if a label doesn't push your shit or put enough physical copies in a store when that was a thing like we live in an era where people just want everything to hit and hit big and hit right away that's not this story though you you let it rock was there any part of you that was like man i wish they would put more into this or or i wish more people would notice it now well you know i, I think we kind of knew it was always going to be like a slow but steady rise because like the music we're making isn't like it's not like anybody else is really making it so only like you know a niche following is really gonna like fuck with it but now i feel like it's it's getting bigger you know like slowly but surely but mm-hmm. i don't know we kind of knew that it wasn't going to be like an instant gratification or just you know, but, like, we did get crazy, like, cosigns. Like, Rocky immediately, like, tweeted this shit right away when we dropped Use a Trick. Not just because Yams was on it, but because he, like, genuinely hit me up and was like, yo, this some jiggy shit. I fuck <laughs> with this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, a lot of different people fucked with it. Um, it's crazy. And it's like, I feel like more people, like, like we need to, we, right now we still building our fan base up. You know what I'm saying? To get the masses. But I feel like a lot of, like, musicians, like, producers rappers that's like how we came to like make all these different compilation eps with like different producers or you know like right now i'm working on one with uh with dame funk mm. working on a different one with shlomo working on one with thundercat it's mm. like these all came from what we made with uh london drugs i mean you are known for your collaborations mm-hmm. i do want to talk about before we get into like the whole story yeah i do want to talk about my favorite collaboration that i heard about which is that you and freeway ricky ross oh yeah my dog got into selling hair, uh, hair. yeah weaves yeah yeah so that's uh-huh. like the best so that is one of the best things. how did you connect with him and how did you guys get into the hair selling game? yo so i guess he heard about me like yo there's this kid in compton he's selling hair <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> mm-hmm. and i got family in india so i was getting a direct plug like right from india and um we just linked up one day and i was like uh he's like all right meet me over here i was like he's like 
I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm in Compton. He's like, all right, meet me in Carson, uh, right where the 91 and uh, Central meet. So I'm I'm sitting in the car, and actually at the time it was me and Tory Lanes and uh, my boy Hines, and we're like sitting in my whip, and we're like, all right, Freeway Rick's gonna pull up. <laughs> He's gonna pull up and like you know something crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's Freeway Ricky. So he like pulls up and he pulls up in this bucket, like straight beater bucket and he's like hey what's up he's like hey you know what i got some gas money he's like you i got this radio show it's actually a podcast he was doing a podcast and he's like uh he was like just uh roll with me to the podcast i'll I shoot you some gas in there and then and i'm like oh yeah i'm with tory lanes and he's like man i know tory lanes and it was like this is like right before tory like kind of like blew up he was like living at sean kingston house i remember Whoa. and like this was like a lot yeah when was this this is can't even remember. Maybe maybe like twenty fourteen. No, no, no. Yeah, it was like twenty twelve. Yeah, like twenty twelve, twenty thirteen, something like that. Yep. But uh, anyways, we went up there, and then me and Rick just got to talking about hair. But then we got to talking <laughs> about uh, music and just different shit. And he's I just, a bald man, right? He is. Yeah, okay, yeah, yep. okay, yeah. He's so. a vegan and he's a bald man. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why you never test your. You know, you don't you don't use your own product, right? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. He, he, uh, what, well, let me see. So, yeah, we just got to talking about a bunch of different shit, and then, uh, like, we was just rocking, and he'd be like, all right, like, he'd be like, yeah, you, like, you can manage me, and whatever you bring to the table, you uh, you would get, you know, I'll give you your 15, 20%, or, like, whatever you bring, you know what I'm saying? Because he moves so fast, he's going to manage his own shit, but I would bring certain shit to the table we would eat off of, and then, like, you know, we was just doing, like, I was just getting him more, like, relevant, like, outside of the hood. I brought him up to Fairfax. Mm. We started, like, you know what I'm saying, getting him to do, like, events and shit like that. We're outside of just, like, South Central and shit like that. So, yeah. Did you bring him to Kofax? No, I brought him <laughs> to this spot, this legendary spot, though, that uh, Damiano's Pizza. That's where we all used to go, and there's this dude that was there that worked there, and all you had to do was, like, give him, like, a T-shirt or, like, a half a joint or something like that and he would like hook you up with like everything for free and they had this vegan pizza over there and rick like but i was like let's go get the free pizza and me and rick used to go hit fairfax and hit all the promo like boom we go into diamond we go into hundreds we go into all that shit rape everything and then come right back to the hood and pop the trunk and be like all right what y'all want to buy well, this shit this shit all half off you feel me damn real hustler shit yeah, though real hustler real, like, hair yeah yeah hair what well, he he gets his shit like he just loves like he was like man we getting this shit for free and we can it's all profit he loved that shit was it any type of coincidence that on won't holler remix you guys put freeway right before rick ross on the feature list what do you mean nah, that was a mistake, that was a yeah, mistake? Yeah, yeah 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 they made a mistake yeah, they Damn. fucked up. Yeah, Who I got. Up? I don't know. <laughs> Some fan like pointed that out, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they fucked up the name." Damn. <laughs> don't fuck up Freeway Rick Ross. Name. I know. <laughs> <laughs> this project is under London Drugs. That's right. Me and Sean House. Where did that name come from? Uh, we just came with that name. We were drinking a lot of lean uh, at the time. Which is not a London drug, is it? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this is in Vancouver. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Sean's wife came with that name. Shout out to her. Yep. So we were just like, yo, because I was like, I was like, we're, we're doing something together. Like, this is like a group. It's not like just Jay Worthy Solo. It's like, this is all produced by him. So By the I way, if the, you had named the group Jay Worthy Solo. <laughs> that would have been hard. Yeah. yeah. Like that. Seems like a band meeting you guys are going to have to have later. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, though, we, 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 did, uh, we did London Drugs because we were drinking that shit like 
all the time because in Vancouver you can go, you can go buy a cough syrup right over the counter for mm. like ten dollars for like a pint. It's a magical lamb. <laughs> we were doing hella. I was doing hella drugs though when I was making that album. I wasn't the only drugs I was doing. I was on my fucking thirty six chamber shit. Every <laughs> every day I was coming there with a. Like that was a crazy time. But, so then, when you when you put this new deluxe version out, is it weird to get back in that space, or is it like? I'm happy to hear. You know, I was just slapping that shit in the car on the way here, and I was like, every time, like I don't listen to my own music, but so when I was listening to it on the way up here, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this that shit. Like you know, the first time like me and him like played that shit in the car, we were like, oh yeah, yeah, we made some shit right here. Like we we knew we knew we knew we fucked with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Before you came up here, uh, we were just talking about the currency video. Oh right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fire. Mm-hmm. And you guys did that down in New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, at his new building. Yes, at his yeah. new building. You know about that? Yeah, because huh? we were down there for his birthday. Oh, okay. And you then fuck he... with Spitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Ten yeah that's years. The... Here's how much for we real? fuck with Spitter. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So he came up here and we interviewed him for MTV. We were doing these like short absurdist interviews for MTV, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we're we just asked him in passing. We're like, yo. You were signed to Damon Dash uh, right after Rockefeller had broken up, and mm-hmm. Dame went over to Def Jam to do uh, Damon Dash Music Group, right? Right. And mm-hmm. so he was like, yo, here's how much fuck, like, you know, the fact that I don't have uh, Rockefeller anymore. I'm going to put the Rockefeller insignia on Pilot Talk 3, right? Uh-huh. And so he's like, plus, I'm going to give my Rockefeller chain to Currency. So we asked Currency about that, and we're like, where is it? And he was like, I have it at home in a drawer. He's like, do you the want rock it? Because they had their falling off, yeah. So yeah. he's like, I got it down in New Orleans in a drawer. Yeah, you guys do you guys want, want it? it? And we were like, absolutely. Yes, and yes, he said, next it. time he's up in New York, he's going to give it to us. So, so as he, many times as he's come to New York, <laughs> yeah. we pressed him. We ran up on him and Musa. He also he owed us a verse at some point, too. So we went like hard trying to get that verse. And we would hit him on text, and he would be like, Sorry, I be high, and we're like, yes, we know. That's why we want. He never verse. responds to shit, or, oh, yeah. or, or if you you hit him about some other shit, like some fun shit, some car shit, some movie <laughs> shit, he's gonna hit you right away. Right but back. if you hit him about some work, nope, no, he ain't gonna hit you back. <laughs> all these all these years, we press him, we see him, and he he comes up here on the podcast, and we right. say on the record, "Where's the Rockefeller chain?" And can we have it? Can we have it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll bring it next time. Please. Legit- legitimately, yeah. next interview, fine. I don't know how y'all gonna d- divvy it up. Well, look, well, it's fine. We'll kill each other. Do whatever y'all wanna do. Do whatever you wanna do, but the next time we line up, I'll sit it right there. Oh, it's, it's all good. It's no the problems. Yeah, no it's, problems. it's like. If I, I light up a joint on that couch, yeah. I come back, all right? I'll bring that, I'll sit down, I'll fucking light a joint right there, and that'll be. Because it's either like give it to us or eBay it, whatever, you know? Nah, just don't eBay it. <laughs> Keep it forever. Yes. Keep it forever. Bring it to everything. Okay, we'll do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every time, any show, every time y'all get fucking TV shows, movies. Yep, yeah. On, have it on set. Yo. Mm-hmm. Have it on display. Right. Put it around dogs. Do something. Make none, sure that it's in. None of what you're saying is crazy, by the way. Like, All right. I yes, know who yeah. I'm talking I, to. <laughs> I know I'm almost giving y'all suggestions. I know. So definitely do these things. Um, and we got to deal. For his birthday, we were we went down there. <laughs> Uh-huh. And we, were in we New and we were like, hey, like you know. And by the way, the real plan was that we were gonna we were gonna get it. We were gonna bring it back to New York where it rightfully belongs, right? Bring the Rockefeller <laughs> chain back to New York. It doesn't matter that there's two of us and there's one chain. We will just like keep it here. Fine, better in New York than New Orleans, right? So we were gonna get to the airport, and we were like, what are we gonna do? Like. 
because Jeff at one point was like, he'll send it to us. We're like, yeah, no. We're like, no, don't trust this to the United States Postal Service. We're going to go down there, get it, go through TSA with it. And we're like, what are we going to do? Watch it go down the belt and like through the x-ray machine? No, we're going to wear it through the, the, the x-ray thing that you do yourself. Because what do you do when you go through the x-ray thing? You throw up the rock, right? Oh, no. <laughs> so we go down there. Yeah, and he did not. He didn't give it to no. us. Yeah, yeah. So all these years... All these years, All currency, these years. you still got the motherfucking rock chain, man. <laughs> Exclusive joints. But you went down there and, and you shot the video with him and it looks dope. It sounds dope. How was it for you? Man, it was cool. You know, I've been that was like uh my second time going in New Orleans. Um the first time we went out there I did an album with our a EP with currency, mm-hmm. London Drugs. We also recorded that in one night. <laughs> Lazy. Just to say, yeah, yeah. just to say, just to get that off. But nah, um, shit, I like it out there. It's a lot of love in New Orleans. The people are hella cool. The food is amazing. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I get, every time I go out there, like, we go low riding, like, more than we do in L.A. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I got homies that got, like, the big homies from my hood got low riders and shit. But none of the, like, little homies got it. So... He thought just because I'm from like Cali that I would automatically know how to like hit switches. <laughs> so he was like, "Yo, well, which which one of these you want to uh, drive?" And I was like, "I'm not touching any of those, bro. I don't know how to. I'm a, I'm gonna turn that shit upside down hitting the switch. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh yeah, that shit fun out there though. I like it. Out there. Did you end up with the Rockefeller chain? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't end up with the rock chain, man. No rock chain. When we were just doing some light research on you right because we want to know a good idea of, of who's coming up here yeah. um you did an interview with uh passion of the weiss yeah jeff los- weiss's website yeah. los angeles that's, that's who linked me with ezra to be honest for real yep uh, he was like yo this kid ezra fucks with your music uh he manages tay k i think this is like who who you need to like fuck with and then he pulled up into the lobby and i'm like I, I didn't know if he was white, black, or whatever. Yeah. And I'm looking, and I'm like, he's like, what's up? I'm like, all <laughs> like, oh, this little nigga's like, for it. And then we kicked in. I'm like, yo, this is my guy right here. Yeah. So, you so know did you we know how old Ezra was before you I don't him? think so. I think I thought he was going to be like 20 or 19. He was just like this young kid or something like that. And, and then he, he pulls was like, up yo, in I'm a, 17. A car yeah. over by 91 in yeah, Central. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I no, started he talking... came on some bossy shit. He's like, "No, I don't trip. I'm a Uber to you." I was all the way like in Manhattan <laughs> Beach because I gave up my apartment because I've been moving around so much. So mm-hmm. I've just been living in hotels and just floating around and shit. So yeah. he came and pulled up on me. That's dope. Mm-hmm. One last thing about Ezra. Uh, I started talking to Ezra. He was definitely in high school. Mm-hmm. He was definitely like I don't know, fifteen. But he comes across like a 65-year-old. Yo, <laughs> yo, this is the craziest shit about this guy. I'm talking with him. I'm like, yeah, when we first met, he's like, he's like, uh, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm like, 40-ounce van, that's my guy. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know 40. We we uh, we used to throw parties together a few years ago. And I was like, a few years ago? So what, you were 13 years old, bro? Throwing like, like you know what I'm saying, booty-shaking competitions yeah, yeah. with a 40-ounce van? That's legendary. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah. He was in the club with us for our release party. Crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's legendary He knows shit. everybody that we know. Yeah. Ezra is Ezra, a legend. Ezra's a legend. Yeah. For real. Yeah. yeah. So when we were reading this piece, though, uh, which is a great piece, first of all, mm-hmm. They start talking about Vancouver, and you go, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that. Man, because, like, you know, a lot of, like, people don't know, 
it's like people get this perception fucked up of Canada. It's like some real shit goes on over there. Like I saw probably worse shit go on over there and was into more shit over there than I was when I moved to Compton. Yeah. So, you know, and it was a series of events that led me to leave because shit was so crazy. So it's like, you know, I don't talk about it because, like, my homies is really involved in some serious shit. So it's like, you know, they want to touch down on all that type of shit. I'm like, man, my homies. It was a point in time I didn't even rap because I thought that shit was so corny. I was like. You thought rapping rap? was corny? Yeah, I was getting yeah. money. I was like, the fuck, rap? Hell no. I'm not rapping. Well, then like, what was yeah, the switch there? Yeah, I'll tell you what the switch was when I got out of jail and then uh, my step my stepsister's mom bailed me out she like you're gonna go on tour with uh your sister Mm -hmm. then i went to 2012 i went to uh south by southwest and this is kind of like at this point in time like money was slowing up shit was just kind of like it was just like kind of a rough time i was like getting into shit i'd i'd stab somebody then i was on the run and some shit happened in front of my house in in the biddy it was a it was just bad time and then someone was just like yo so i came I went to South by, I met a bunch of people. I connected with Yams. I went back to Vancouver. I linked up with Sean, and then that's when we started making the uh, London Drugs shit. And then, you know, it just was like a series of events. It was that. Then my brother got into film. I linked him with, like, some people on Fairfax. That got me uh, a TV show credit. And mm-hmm. then just good things just started happening, you know what I'm saying? But was music... I always did music, yeah. and I always loved doing music, but, like, I didn't really, like, like I just did it because I loved doing it, but I didn't really know, like, you know, like, too much about the industry or anything, like... No one said you had a very distinctive voice, none of that? Like, no one said you're marketable? Nobody said you're on beat? No, I had a tape with DJ Mustard that, like, I had put to, put together, and well, just, how'd you like, meet Mustard? I knew Mustard when he was young, just uh, through my boy, uh, Ducky, rest in peace, he, uh... He produced uh, his first track, and then he was, like, part of a clique called Block Stars, which actually trailed down to Vancouver with a bunch of homies that I knew out there. So it was a long connection between a lot of different people. Was he Dijon, or was he always Mustard? He was Mustard. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. always the same jovial he was guy? Ro- he was rocking. Yeah, he would. Like, I was a little bit older than them, so, like, they they were, like, the little homies were like rocking like high school parties and shit like that. That's what he was like known for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like DJing like parties like that. Was Ezra there? No. He, <laughs> Ezra, Ezra might have like been like four years old. No. He might have been like eight or at 40. that time. You, yeah, never you never know. Yeah. Or yeah. 40. Yeah. We don't know Ezra's age yet. It ain't been verified. He says he's 17, but we're not sure. That's right. When you were deciding to really get into music, what was your affiliation with with uh asap yams he pushed us to do the album he was like yo what's up with all these like one like he's like you're just dropping songs like just like oh you put out one song a month or like even like less than that like oh and but you do like he see that i do like a video for them and he'd be like oh that's tight but he's like yo like you need to like take this shit and like piece it up into an album and then like you know he taught me like all right like he was like yo we fucked up like when we dropped use the trick we didn't have the album ready that we just like put that out and then the album came out what like a year later so it's like that shit like back then it was just like i didn't know what the fuck i was doing i was just like all right tight i got yams on the song he coming to the hood we doing a video put it out you know what i'm saying now i know like and understand this shit because like i studied it you know what i'm saying and he like he taught me a lot of shit 
Oh, right. Full album, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He but, came down to Vancouver and everything. And then he, like, flew me out here. And, like, this is, like, early on. And then that's how I linked with P on the boards. And, like, I remember all that shit. But was there ever a thought that, that because you're not in New York, because you're not in L.A., because you're not in Atlanta, that, like, maybe... Well, I was in L.A., No, though. right, right, right. But, but, but full-time, was there a feeling that because the music industry is not there, that... Or did I didn't you believe the internet that. that much? No, I didn't. I... I was in LA most of the time. I just come over there to record, or when I had my bitches, I send them over to Vancouver. That's the only time I was going over there is to mm-hmm. get money. Mm-hmm. And then, so I didn't think about that. I was just like, I'm in LA. I move around. I really liked when I ever I go to New York. Still to this day, like I'm always like, damn, I gotta move out here because <laughs> it just be. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's something just about expensive it. enough to, to make it <laughs> worth it. Yeah. It's really expensive, but shit, it's something about the way y'all move and the way people get shit done out here. It's like fast paced. Yeah. You feel me? So, what was corny about rap to you? All of it. I don't know. I I, I don't I don't know. Like, I, I like a lot of the new rap, though, but like. But at the time. But yeah, when you time, were like, you know, moving oh, the way you were. Oh, corny about rap. Yeah. Just rappers in general. I'm like, that shit fake. Like, these niggas ain't out here doing that shit. Like, I'm, I'm gangbanging. I'm at the park every day. I'm with the homies. We, we doing this shit. We living this shit. I'm on the blade. I got bitches. Like, these niggas is fabricated. This is, this is me. I'm, I'm the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, fuck rap. Nigga, I'm getting money out of bitch. Period. That was it. So, you know. That that was my attitude, like man, I don't give a fuck about no rap, you know what I'm saying? But you know that shit, you know I don't know. I just some something changed, something changed in me. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but something changed. You yeah. Know what I'm so, but so you go on tour with your sister. Yeah, which I think that probably changed me a lot too. And then like just seeing that shit, and like then like hanging out with her and her friends, and then like going to like all these different type of parties and meeting all these different type of people, and just like you know broadening my horizons. And like it in L.A., like I would just stay in Compton. Then it was it took like baby steps. It was like all right, I'd just stay in Compton. Then then it was like all right, I'm uh, all right now. I'm fucking with the homies in South Central. Then it was like all right then couple of them introduced me to the kids on Fairfax and then you know what I'm saying so it was like baby steps and then by the time I was on Fairfax then my sister started popping and then you know what I'm saying all that shit rolled into other shit so it was just like my like every everything happened for a reason I feel like in my life Styles you want to hit us off about October 3rd in Highline Ballroom yeah yeah what up it's your boy Styles P aka the ghost A.K.A. Two Jews and the Black Dude Special Jew. What up? It's your boy, <laughs> Sheena Loops. A.K.A. Silverback Bobby Backland, nigga. It's your boy, Jada Kiss. A.K.A. Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. Yo, what up? It's Eric, A.K.A. Petri Dish, A.K.A. For the Culture. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, A.K.A. Shooter Boy in Blue, A.K.A. Papa Smurf. Here we go, Ooh, what's going down? October 3rd is going down. Tell them, fellas. Yo, listen. October 3rd, we're going to be watching a movie at Highline Ballroom with you guys. A special intimate viewing 
of a movie of our choice. Yeah. But we're going to do a <laughs> Q&A and watch it with the fans. Something, you know what I mean? I know y'all listen to the audio and y'all want to be there. So here's your chance. Yo, listen. Seeing it in person, being in the room with us is so unbelievable. <laughs> Laugh out loud funny. There were so many times during this episode where Jada and Styles couldn't even handle what Sheik was putting out there. But man, you guys got to be there live. October 3rd, y'all. Highline Ballroom. Don't miss it. It's thereal.com. When you decided to make rap your career and mm. your life. Oh, Sean, I remember this. He was like, whoa, you're a rapper now. <laughs> he was like, he couldn't believe it. He's like, whoa. He's like, so this is like real. Like, you're like really a rapper. And I, I replied, I was like, hell yeah. Because I'd like, I'd made up my mind. I was like, fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, homies either getting killed, going to jail, this shit. These bitches ain't solid enough, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, that was the only thing left to do was that, you know what I mean? So, But what did you decide to bring to the table where you would not end up being corny like the guys you did not want to be anything or did like? You, or did you want to be corny like the guys no, you didn't want to be anything no, like? That's what I just wanted to be yeah. me, dog. That's it. So, And I just like making music, so it was... I didn't think about it like you know i guess i was like damn like you know that's like the all like that's the ho- ho- like when you gang banging you from a neighborhood like that's how you would diss your homie like who rap you'd be like blood you're, you're just a rapper blood like oh you don't want to ever be called that you feel yeah, me yeah. like no nah, hell no what you talking about i'm a rapper <laughs> you know what i'm saying nah never that but so were you nervous to like tell like your friends no nah, no nah, it, it was cool because homies in the hood already knew that i like i did music so they probably wanted me to do that shit anyways and just take it more seriously. I just I just didn't, you know what I'm saying? But then when I got with Sean, it was because it was like I would go to studios, I would try to make music, I would be like, yo, I would just want to rap on this loop sample, and then the producer there would be like, mm, yeah, that, that's not really tight. You should just rap on my beats. And I'd be like, all right, here we go. But I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not paying for studio time at the time, and I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to hop on whatever I can. You know what I'm saying? But then when I got with Sean, it was like we understood the same shit. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make the same shit. So that's how that went. You know, another thing that uh, that you talked about with Freeway Ricky Ross was that he felt like you were, he said that he, that you were too outgoing to be a blood. That I was too outgoing? Yeah. Yeah. What? Like I'm just like uh, too outspoken well, and listen, shit Jeff like that? Listen, didn't say it. Yeah. Well, well Freeway yeah, yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, like, cause I he, mean, like, listen, like, we both share the same opinion, me and Freeway Ricky Ross. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this, like, I get along with a lot of people, like, I, like, you know, for the same reason, like, G Worthy happened, like, because I don't know, like, a lot of people got it, like, I let a lot of that go, like, you can't really like gangbang and do business, cause then, like, you know, if you meet some of the homies, they're gonna be like, "What's up, blood?" They're not really gonna talk, you feel mm-hmm. me? But like. I'm trying to get business done, and, and, and I'm outgoing, and, like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I guess that's what he means by that. But I think, like, you know, he he know me well. Like, he would pick me up every day on Brazil and Wilmington, so he know where I'm from. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess, like, you know, I'm I'm different than a lot of my homies, and that could be just, you know, I, I, I was born somewhere else. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Also, in, <laughs> in, this, in this business, it's a lot of relationships, right? Mm-hmm. And we... we if like, I wasn't like as outgoing as I am, yeah. then like I guarantee you like nothing would happen for London Drugs. Mm. <laughs> well, or like you know what I'm saying. As far as like what like like because I was running the PR, the like all the shit. Like yeah. as far as the, like that part goes, Sean do all the production, all the artwork, oversees everything, executive produces everything. But as far as like 
you know, being a people person. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So were you like sending out emails yourself being like... Yeah, I would just hit up like blogs. Sign J-Worthy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, They'd be like hella messy too though. They'd just be like, <laughs> hey, what's up? I got this song. <laughs> Andy, you would see that shit. See, Andy's like... We have like we call this me and Sean always joke we have like regional managers. It's like Bar <laughs> Bar is our New York manager, yep. Andy is our Canadian manager, uh Breeze is our LA manager. It's like Dunder Ezra's, Yeah. Ezra's Vegas, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Ezra's yeah. the legend. <laughs> yeah. Just overall The overseer. You know, yeah. The overseer. So Well he's just been the in the industry the longest. <laughs> he's been in the industry longer than anybody. Yeah. So But but so this business is so relationship based. And there's so many people who are fake out there. How did you determine whether people are, you know, real or not? Oh, you see that shit reveal itself all the time. That shit be fake as hell. Sometimes, you know, I, like fools would just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, man, let's link. Woo -woo, and all that. And then you, you and then hit them up. Build? I know, where's yeah. the build? Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? I'd be off of that shit. Like, I could tell who's like... Well, you can't tell. You you gotta find out. But you know that's how you find out. You be like, oh, that motherfucker was just baking pies. Like mm -hmm. he he wasn't really trying to work, or he wasn't really trying to do no shit like that. It'd be like it'd be select few. That's why Yams was like a real dude. You feel me? Yams yeah. was not baking nah, pies. No, nah, he wasn't baking pies <laughs> yeah. at all. So he reaches out and uh, that was a real nigga right there. But but he he had his situation. He was working on getting his own little imprint at Sony. Yeah, Yamborghini. Well, no, he had Yamborghini before, and that's when Joey and Aston were on there. But then he kind of, like, let that go. And then he's like, yo, I'm about to revamp some shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, he's like, it's going to give me a chance to, like, do, like, side artist shit. And he, you know, like, like okay, like, we've been going to these label meetings lately. And, like, what I do for Pro Club, what I did for Vice, what I've done for a lot of companies, I feel like I could do for a record label as an A&R. You know what I'm saying? Not just as an artist, because with Yams... It was like I would put him on to certain artists. Like I was like, all right, man, listen to uh, listen to B G Perico. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. G G Perico was locked up in jail when I was playing uh, Yams and shit. Uh, Earl Swavey, yeah, like certain shit like that. So he was like, he was gonna build this thing at Sony. He was gonna like grab us to be the like L A guys, but I was gonna help. You know what I'm saying? Like recruit artists at the same time. You feel me? But you have a tremendous ear. Like oh, your yeah, your choices um, and and the people you work with is pretty amazing. Have you thought about taking people under your wing and being like, yo? I mean, me and Sean talked about it. Like, you know, that's why we started our imprint, GDF Records, and like eventually we do want to like have like you know sign artists or put out other people's projects that we fuck with. You what know, what does I'm GDF saying? stand for? Getting down foul because mm. we don't pay anybody for anything. <laughs> oh, so why do you call it Cash Money Records? Cash Money. Yo, they just tried to sign me. Did you see that shit? No. no. Yeah, they was, they was like, oh shit, we need to. Uh, I guess they're starting some shit called Cash Money uh, West. West, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they. And you they, are West. I am West. You so, know what I'm saying? But so you had the conversation with them or no? I had a little conversation with them. It was through my big homie Wacko. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not whack 100, whack old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he hit whack and was like, eh, you need to check blood out, I guess. And then, boom, I just seen the post go up and it was like, I keep getting calls about Jay Worthy. I'm like, nigga, you probably got one call. <laughs> big homie. But, yeah, anyways, fuck it. If the bag right, I'm going there. You feel me? I'm mm -hmm. I'm going wherever the bag is. You know what I'm saying? Well, what? But it's not just about the bag. It's like, are you going to let me put out music the way I want to put out music? Because... You know, somebody like Greedo, 
that shit was so tight in it. That was such an inspiration for me because I was like, this fool is like literally putting out like music. Like he's dropping like 30 song albums like every like couple weeks and just like keeping it going, keeping it going, keeping it going. It's like, that's like with me and Sean, like we got a lot of material and a lot of music. So like we don't want to, we don't want to uh, slow down at all. Like now that we got to like start this rollout with Active, like watch, you're going to see like every month we're going to have a new project. That's super dope. For like a minute. You and know what I'm saying? you're going to release them in the same way or? On GDF Records, yep. Straight through Empire. That's super Feel dope. Mm -hmm. Through cash money. <laughs> through cash money. Yeah. Everything is through cash money. Shout yeah. outs to Bird, man. <laughs> Yo, it's crazy. You know where Currency lives? Like yeah. in, the, in the gated communities over there? Like he's like, yeah, that's Miss Gladys' house. I'm like, Miss Gladys? I'm oh, like, you talking yeah. about Bird, man? Yeah. mom? I'm yeah. Like, and then he's like, yo, this is the big timer's house. Like, seeing all that shit to me, I was like, wow. That's wild. Because, like, uh, you know, coming up, that was the shit. Yeah. Cash money was the shit. Well, uh, what'd you think when um, when Mac-10 signed to them? Oh, that was hard, too. I think he got them for some bread, too. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he, got, he, got, he got a good, nice little check. Yeah. I hope the Cash Money West deals look like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> me and Sean definitely signed to that. Um, Give us that Mac-10 deal. <laughs> You lived with uh, Big Face 100. Er, yeah, right? I sure did. Yeah. So uh, who was the clean roommate and who was the messy roommate? <laughs> I lived with... Okay, so look. Face <laughs> lived on... It was like this. If I don't know if you've seen Black Wall Street, like Brazil and Wilmington. So it's like it's like these two mini like flat houses. They're like... They could be called like apartments. Face's one is right here. And then me and his dad's one were right there. So me Wait, actually, what do you mean they could be called apartments? Like, I don't know. They like, you just got to like see. You go look at that video with uh, with Drake and uh, Game. Mm -hmm. That's outside of my house. Look at those. Like, they just like some like, it's a trap. Like, it's like, it's a hood spot. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you would call it. Because it's not, it's not like a, it's not a house, but it's not it's like, like a, a compound. Yeah, it's like a compound with like two only two units on it so me and his pops lived in one unit and then he lived in the other one yeah that was a crazy time though. were you living there when drake came to shoot that video no i had moved out at that point mm -hmm. but because I was, the video was coming in exactly <laughs> yeah. and i didn't i was like man now my house is gonna be on blast <laughs> no 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 but yeah no but you know that shit like right around the corner from my neighborhood so yeah it was nothing he faced it hit me like like oh you know drake uh shooting a video with my brother like Tell all the homies. So man, I brought all the West Sides. I brought all the Anthons. We was there deep. Yeah. That's how I met Drake. And then that's how Drake, like, kind of fucks with me because he met me there. And all the homies was like, hey, blood, blood from Canada, too. And what do you And then we, one day, me and Andy were at, like, this, uh, some, like, mansion party in, like, in, like, West Van and, like, the hills. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, the, uh, they said they're having, like, a party over there. So I'm like, all right, let's pull up. And I'm like, man, them niggas ain't going to be here. And we'll get up in there, and then there's Drake and all them in there. And then he seen me, and he was like, yo, what? Jay Worthy, what, what the fuck you doing out here? Like, you know what I'm saying? He he forgot completely that I was from Canada. He's like, I'm like telling him, like, what? You bopped it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So he he remembered me from that. And then I made a relationship with uh, P. Rain, Prem. That's mm -hmm. my boy. Yeah. I just directed his video. It came out, like, maybe uh Two and a half weeks ago. That's dope. Yeah. Do what, all Canadian shout out artists, shout out to Toronto. I don't yeah. really fuck with anybody in Vancouver, but I fuck with Killy. Yeah, I was gonna say I fuck with you have, Cream. You've Killy here. I fuck here. with uh, 
I fuck with Presser. I got a lot of people in Toronto. Toronto's mm-hmm. and Toronto on some real shit. Yeah, for real, it's going down over there more than anywhere. Yeah, who's a who's a Canadian artist or um, personality that that people would be surprised you're friendly with? Uh, I don't know shit. Who? Uh, Sarah McLaughlin. There you go. What, what real? Yeah, for real. I record at her house and shit. What? What? Yeah. Do you pay her for studio time? No. <laughs> Never. Yeah. Uh, Wait, I can't tell if this is fan fiction or not. Like, no, this is, is like, real. I've, I recorded Sarah McLachlan's house. How did you house. meet Sarah McLachlan? It's a long was story. Was she at the same party as Drake? No, no. My, my, was she at the same party as Ezra? My, pop, my <laughs> pops. Uh, my pops is homies with her ex-husband but they still own the the house and the studio together she has a compound she's got a compound (laughs) and there's this crazy studio there and like it's like it's in the hills in west van and like it actually has this like like what do you call that like a crane or like a like an elevator thing to like bringing uh grand pianos into the studio because it's like yeah, some crazy shit like an elevator that like comes in through the trees like into the into Yo, the studio. That's wealth right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Shots out to Sarah McLaughlin right So there. anytime that you see like the, the, the sad dogs video. Yeah, the commercials. You're like, that's my friend. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> there you go. Did you just try to like stunt and bring in like a grand piano just because? No, I didn't. No, yeah, I just didn't. through the front door? Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. No. On that elevator. I should have. Yeah. <laughs> I should have. So you had that relationship with Yams. Yeah. Uh, you felt like you were going to keep that relationship going and perhaps sign over to his new deal yeah like whatever you know what i'm saying i was rocking with whatever he wanted to do you know that was my dog he got me into really got me in the music game so whatever he suggested i was gonna go for because you know it was in my best interest and did you feel like you guys understood each other on another level yeah Mm -hmm. definitely and you know he just understood what type of music we made and wasn't trying to like change that you know and like you know shots out to def jam we just took a meeting over there the other day and like the lady that we played our music to, like, she was cool as fuck. What was her name? Huh? Caitlin. Caitlin? She's tight. <laughs> She's like, yeah, no, you guys are tight. It's just like, I like what, what it sounds like. Sometimes I go into those label meetings and they're like, all right, what's what's the radio hit? What's yeah. your numbers like? I'm like, all right, let's 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 go. I'm tired of this. Yeah. So they care about music. <laughs> huh? They care about music. That's crazy. No, they care no. about they care about numbers. They yeah. care no, about. I think you were saying that, that now they do. Like no, that, this that new meeting, one. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. They, and they, but they just fucked with it genuinely. Like a lot of people don't understand like what we do. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, "Oh, this sounds like some old school stuff." I'm like, oh, <laughs> "All right, did you even do your history? Like, how, who set this meeting up? Did yeah. you even know who I am? Like, what the fuck going on?" So, well, you do have like multiple managers, so it could have been like any of them who set the meeting yeah. up. Like, <laughs> it's probably, yeah. it was Ezra, yeah. and the yeah. year was 1997. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what happened. Do you have any good Suge Knight stories? I got good Suge Knight stories. That was my dog. You feel me? Uh, I got nothing bad to say about him. That's for sure. Uh, you know, we got along cool. He he always hit me up. Like, it was funny too. Like, when's the last? I spoke to him like just the, like just the day before all that crazy shit happened. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was actually out in New York and I was working on Noisy Bompton mm-hmm. and uh, and then he had hit my phone like, how you go? How you gonna make a 
uh, Bob the documentary not have me in it. And I'm like, that's why I'm calling you right now. I'm like, about to put you on the line with these guys. And then they got off the line with them and they were like, man, Suge is a nice guy, man. We got it all set up. We're going to go there. I'm like, yeah, I told you. The next day, the video school, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, that was the last time I spoke to him, but yeah. Music became your career, but like you said, your brother got big in, in directing and, and filming. Oh, yeah, yeah. My brother does his shit. Like, he just did a crazy documentary. My brother lives in Toronto. He just did a documentary called True North uh, with the Canadian Film Board. It's uh, It's about, like... It's like kind of like hoop. Do you remember hoop dreams? Yeah, yeah. Sure, of course. It's like the Canadian hoop dreams. This shit's really dope. That's though. awesome. Because there's a lot of talented ball players coming out of Toronto and that, shit. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of talented. A lot of talented shit is coming out of that city. Period. But yeah, yeah. So uh, he kind of got me like that. Was like my pops. He kind of always just like raised us on like good films and good music. So I guess I went and did music. And he went and did film. But that when he put me like we made this show called like Welcome to Fairfax, we sold it to like uh like some network or whatever, and then that kind of got my feet wet in like just knowing what's up with film and how that how that shit goes. And then Yams was like, "Yo, Vice is gonna hit you up, and they're gonna uh they want you to like be their dude to like walk them through all these hoods." And like film all this like all this shit. So I was like, whatever. As long as they cut the check, like we can do that, I guess. So then it was like, then it was like, all right, we want to do it on like L.A. Bloods. So I was like, all right. I took them through a bunch of neighborhoods. Uh, then they were like, no, nah, we just want to do it on Bompton. Then I took them through a bunch of Pyro neighborhoods. Then it was like, no, nah, we just want to do it on you and your homies. And then it was like, all right, now we want to do it around the Kendrick album and. And it, then it just happened. It was just like like three of my best friends. They just did it on and uh, like kind of like made it around p to Pimp a Butterfly. But so once I did that for Vice, I well, sorry, I was kind of in the not door. Not to with cut them. you off, but um, was there anything that you wish had made it in to the uh, Bombton documentary? Yeah, some of my songs, so I could be I could <laughs> get checks right now. I'm tripping. Like what? The homie told me like blood. He's like I'm. He told me, I'm still getting paid off of that shit. I'm like, I got to get my ass capped. Or what is it? The so can it's, it's hooked up. I do have one song on there. Yeah. And I just haven't got a check from it, though. But it must be piled up now. What's your ass cap name? I don't know. I don't know if I know if I have ass cap. Do I only have so can? All right. All right. That's what I have. Some Canadian shit. <laughs> my, my ass cap is, can I get paid publishing? This is true. Yeah. This is true. But if... If you weren't involved, Kendrick wouldn't have been involved in this, right? No, of course not. Like, you know, he did that on the strength of, like, uh, like me, G-Weed, and Lil L. You know what I'm saying? Free G-Weed. But that that right there, you know, that was us, like, putting that together and him just being, like, this opportunity for the homies to, like, get some shine and get a, and it's a good look for us. And, you know, Kendrick just a real dude, like... You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you've seen, but like he'll anytime I'm with him, he'll bring me out on stage. He'll give me a shout out. He'll tweet my video. I just went to Australia with him. Like that's he still come to the hood. He give back to the homies every Christmas. Like it's just a real dude right there. So you know, was there any concern on your part of how Vice would portray everything that you nah, were me, showing me, them? Me and G Weed sat sat in the uh, editing room and made sure that shit was right. So. Wow. We got to see like the edit and we were just like, all right, like, uh, you know, of course they're going to like film and shoot it and have like their reporter dude or whatever, Zach at the time. And um, so it's all good. We knew what to expect. We just made sure like 
you know. Yeah, because there were concerns when they went to they Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. It was portrayed and, sort well, of as an outsider. Yeah, of course. Or anything they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, at that time it was just like we trying to make it out the hood, and this is an opportunity for us, and it gave opportunity for my homies to get a shine. Like, so like you know that really pushed my boy Lil L into like actually doing rap, like pursuing it. It pushed like G Weed into like becoming like a manager and like a music dude, like. You know what I'm saying? So I think it was just overall, it was just positive for the neighborhood. And then I got way more work after it, too, because, like, any time now somebody wants to go shoot something in Compton, whether it's, like, A&E or HBO, they're like, oh, <laughs> we'll hit up Jay Worthy. He's the guy for the job. You know Are you saying? picking up every phone call you get? I, I check all my DMs. I pick up all my phone calls because it's money. It could be money on the line. You even, know if it's, even if it's uh, caller ID blocked? Sometimes I do. Yeah, sometimes I will. I'll be like, who is this? <laughs> and I don't like, know who it is. Cash money, yeah. yeah. It's cash money. <laughs> told you we got the bag for you. Where were you when you found out that, that Yams had passed away? Uh, I was in Whistler. It was like a little like, snowboard town in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, was my bir- it was like the day after my birthday or something like that, or like two days. Yeah, something like that. I was upset, man. That shit How'd the news get to you? Somebody just, like, I was, like, just sleeping, and somebody just called my phone, like, told me that shit, and I was just like, man, I was sick, you know what I'm saying? I had I flew out here, like, whatever the week was, uh, the next week for the uh, funeral. Yeah, that shit, that shit was weak, man. That shit was weak. How'd you bounce back? I mean, shit, you know, I, I, I just know, you know, he just want to see us do what we doing right now, so... You know, I feel like, you know, we're keeping his legacy alive by doing our music and keeping our shit going, you feel me? Um, who in the camp are you closest to? Shit, I don't know. I talked to 12 e and Lou probably mostly, Shout Jay Scott. Them, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're my guys right there. Nast is my dog too, <laughs> though. Like, you know, but he, he's so hard to get on the line. But he, whenever he <laughs> want to hit me up, <laughs> whenever he want to hit me up, though, he hit me up and we we do shit. Like, he brought me out. We did, like, me, him, and Shlomo did, like, a, a like pop-up show together, like, a month ago. Hmm. And we got some songs with Nast, but he's, like, been holding on to them for his solo album yeah, that he's been yeah, working yeah. on for, like, fucking four years. Well, it took you yeah. guys three years to make your album, so, yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not everybody can do songs in a, in in a, a day. day. <laughs> How many different numbers? Setting the tone for shit <laughs> now, man. Yeah, check the temp. Yeah. <laughs> check the temp, man. How many, how many different numbers do you got for Rocky? Huh? How many different? I don't have any numbers on Rocky. Wow. I was just, I just always see Rocky. It's always, you know, yeah. salute, we chop it up, but. Yeah, no rock, no Rocky numbers. How many ASAP uh, uh, text threads are you on? Not that many at all. All right, no. <laughs> you uh, you keep it lean. It's just you know. Yeah, yeah. That's well, just... yes, you do keep it lean. Oh well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> do, I do drink lean. Yeah, <laughs> I need to stop. So I'm not. I, I I don't drink it all the time. So just for flights. Right. Just for flight. <laughs> no, for real. Like I do that shit to like medicate. Like I got a ba- I got trouble sleeping. So it's like. That shit, like, really the only thing that could put me down. Mm. They gave me Zoplaclones, and that shit, I popped. What is I a popped, like, I popped that on the plane, and I think I took, like, some bars and, like, some lean on my flight here, and I got on the red eye, and I still couldn't sleep. Oh, Damn. Yeah, that shit. That's really got to fuck you up, then. then. what did you do if you couldn't sleep? 
I stayed up. Well, yes. And then I got here and I had to do rhythm roulette. And I drank as soon as I got off of the plane and turned up. I, I bet you that rhythm roulette's going to be brazy. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to look at me like, wow, he's brazy, but Picking out records had to be crazy. Yeah. No sleeping off all that shit had to be crazy. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, but I'm going to hit them and be like, Rhythm Roulette's mainly about producers, right? Focus all that shit on Sean and just have me come in when I do my rap part with Shy Half, and that's it. I'm going to be on there like, hey, blood. Yeah. yeah. So, Sean's over there thinking about it like, oh, man. Yeah, you were in a... A zone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all the above. Yeah. <laughs> so, huh? Was in a hole. <laughs> I looked faded in there, huh? But that's all right. Oh, really? It's all good. Well, no fuck it. I for one am very excited about this video. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you got to be in the editing session for that. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. I, I I know a lot. I know everybody at Mass Appeal. They won't. They won't fuck my <laughs> shit off. They're all cool. They they said we could see it before. I'm like crazy about that type of shit. If I see like something, I I've had like videos taken down or interviews wow. taken down like hella times. Like, what I'm about like? I don't like. What that. about this one? No, this one's cool. Okay, you what about he's gonna listen? That's cool. What about pictures at the club? Can you track those photographers down and? Yeah, I don't. I don't really like taking that many pictures at the. No, club. but if they sneak take them. Fuck it. <laughs> if you catch me in the club, I'm gonna look like. Oh, I can never take a good picture in the club. I always look fucked up. <laughs> What collaborations? Do real blackout boys, you know. What I'm real, saying? Oh, for real. Yeah. Yes. Where? What, what collaborations? collaborations do we not know about? No, I pretty much let all the cats out the bag. No. I think. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think the me and Shlomo one is kind of rare. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, what we got the me and Left Brain, London Drugs and Left Brain. Mm-hmm. That's been coming for a while. That has. Okay, you know about yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Jake One and Jay Worthy. That's mm-hmm. super dope. Yep. That's some Northwest shit. Some I don't Northwest. know about the Sarah McLaughlin one. <laughs> that one's in the works. We're going to work on it. We're, we're going to get Elton John in there too. Oh yeah, my you God. Grand get, like, Piano. Yeah. You got to get Alanis Morissette. Oh. Fire. Yeah. You got to get... Um, oh, Brian Adams. Brian, <laughs> Brian Adams. <laughs> That's some royalty. Yo. Uh, give us a good story from Alchemist's house. Yo, I, I ran into Noriega yesterday at yeah. the uh, radio show, and I remember like um, uh, Nori came in, and it was like me, body, Earl sweatshirt, uh, like West Side Gun and Conway, and then like Nori comes through at like ten in the morning with like <laughs> ten fools, and he has like this new liquor. Like I guess it was like. Some like Japanese shit, and he just and like, not made Tiger us Bomb. All. Yes, oh, <laughs> that's his yes, favorite thing. That was his shit, and yeah. he like made us all like take oh, shots at like ten in the shit. morning. Nasty, and like not I was just like, that's Tiger when Bomb? I just yeah. realized like, and, like, and then later <laughs> that day, like Schoolboy came through and was like, "Hey, I need to uh, use the studio," and like I was in the middle of recording. He's like, "Where are you? You're not tripping, right?" And I'm like, "No, no, no." And I'm just like. I'm like, wow, Alchemist House is like the craziest house ever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. everybody really over here, but. Yeah. It's like a clubhouse. It's like a club. It's like a rap clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you have everybody from Noriega pulled up there to, you know what I'm saying? Action yeah. Bronson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think Action Hip-hop. actually was there earlier <laughs> that day. Hip hop would He go. was. Yeah. yeah. Did he have uh, Tiger Bone? <laughs> Did he have Tiger Bomb? No, yeah. he missed out on that. Oh. Yeah, he missed out. He missed out on it. Yeah. I'm sure he's real bummed. I had enough for him. Yeah. <laughs> You, do, you guys just, like, hang out and everyone's recording at all hours? 
can just show up to Al's house, you know, like you don't, he doesn't even answer his phone. So you kind of like got to <laughs> show up there. But like sometimes like I lived like pretty close to him. So I'd like come by on my bike and then I'd be like and then I'd see like a crazy car outside of there. And I'd be like, oh, shit, Rick Rubin and Eminem are probably in there right <laughs> now. I better I better pull off yeah. and, and uh, come back another day. You know what I'm saying? But oh, you said it's Freeway Ricky Ross. Yeah, yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's Freeway Ricky Ross could in the be. car. Yeah, it could be. Wait, you wouldn't go into that session just to hang out? I'm not gonna go knock on the door and b- bother that man when he got those type of whips outside of there. That's that's <laughs> some other shit, you know. what I'm saying if I'm already there, then and those people pulled up, then it is what it is. But I'm not gonna pop. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. I was just in the neighborhood. I don't yeah. you know. It's true though. What changed after that Vice documentary? Uh. I got Vice to shoot every video for free for like a year. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good premieres like always on the noisy youtube channel people thought i was signed to vice they're like oh the rapper who signed to vice i'm like no nah, but if that's what yeah. you think cool. yeah, yeah. whatever yeah thank you that's the best when like just they can think that you're signed to cash money they can think you're signed to vice they can think you're signed to death whatever but we're just, yeah go ahead we're just as long like, as you yeah. don't have to pay them a percentage GDS. i know I'm like you know it's fine yeah we're not gonna pay them a percentage <laughs> um how come you don't have a wikipedia page I don't know. Ask Wikipedia. I don't know. <laughs> See, I would make it for you, but I got banned. Yeah, yeah. I um. I'm, I don't. I don't want one. Like, all that shit's too like. Telling you, like, my life, like, I, all that certain shit, govy names, I can track you down, type of shit. Like, nope, not for that. Right. Like, You're no. from the town of Nardwar. What are you talking about? <laughs> he knows everything on you. He, he probably does. Yeah. He probably does. He always sees. He always sees me at like different things, and he always like tells uh, people. He's like, "That's uh, that's Grimes's brother." I'm like, "All right, that's enough of that shit, man. It's enough of enough of your crazy ass, man." But no, nah, he's cool. I fuck with Nardwar. What does New York mean? I to I got you? dirt on Nardwar too, though, man. So, no, all right. Yeah. Just keep it. Yeah, you know yeah. Well, nah. we're gonna interview him. So, You're gonna like, interview him. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he, I'm sure he he knows like everything on everybody. He so, does. Oh, actually, in 1993, <laughs> Ezra signed. <laughs> um, what does New York mean to you? Shit, New York's the shit. I love New York. This this where it all started. This the mecca. You feel me? This Who do you where, link up with? When this you where everybody in? get fly. This where the hip hop started. This is this the shit. You yeah. feel me? Who do you link up with when you when you touch down? Bar. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Uh, a lot of people, like Shy Hef, you know, uh, all my all my nine Trey homies uptown in Harlem, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My Pyro homie that you just seen out here, we got a hood out here too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's all love, you know what I'm saying? All my homies at Palace, mm-hmm. Supreme, mm-hmm. all them, you feel me? Yeah. Are they also Pyrus at, uh, at nah. Supreme? It is, a, it is a red logo. <laughs> nah, it is a red logo though. <laughs> um, how do you know Taxstone? Oh, Tax was my nigga, man. He used to pull up on me like heavily uh, out here. I met him with Freeway. He had a good Rick. ear too, by the way. He did has one, yeah. Still one, yeah. Bet he does, man. He still he was he early still on hit, everybody. He still hit me up from from the inside. That's my guy right yeah. there. Shouts yeah. to Tax. Keep your head Free up. Tax. Okay, so we know about uh, obviously London Drugs. Mm. We know about uh, your collaboration with uh, G Perico and mm-hmm. Cardo, mm-hmm. G Worthy. Mm. Um, did you have any other collaborations that had amazing names for them? Mm, I like the one that we're gonna uh, call the left brain one. It's called Brain on Drugs. That's really good. That's really good. That's really good. That one's yeah. really hard. 
Is he rapping on that too? Um, yes, I made him rap. Really? Yeah. Was that tough? Kind of. Yeah. Like he didn't like. It wasn't like. Those were like we. That. Those were long sessions. <laughs> yeah, those were long <laughs> sessions. He does like all punch ins and shit yeah. too. He's got a wild. Yeah, he's got a wild technique of recording. Which is. Well, it's weird, like... Here, sit here. Mm-hmm. Exposed left brain. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, he's tight, but he'd be, like, doing, like, four bars and then, like, fucking off for, like, an hour. Yeah. And, like, coming back and, like, redoing it. Can and you imagine that? Like, no. four bars and then coming back in an hour? That That's sounds crazy. like you going to Australia. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> For could, real. Yo, in the time it took you to fly to Australia, you could have recorded an album. Right, yeah. <laughs> that part. Nah, but we got that done pretty you quick, though. Yeah, we did. I was like... That was like a week, maybe? Yeah, he came to my house for like, what, 10, 11 days. Everybody's like coming to my spot in Vancouver. Yeah. And then we take him to the studio and record. Yeah. And it's just at his house, so it's like yams. Everybody, the whole mob pretty much been through there. Yeah. A lot of people came through. That's where I like to record, to be honest. Away from all like... Like, now I'm better at, like, rec- like I can record anywhere and do my shit, like, but that's where all, like, I feel like our, my London drug shit is our best shit. Mm-hmm. What is it about, shit. what is it about, now that Sean's off the mic, what is it about Sean that you enjoy, like, It's my dog, most, man. Yeah. We're just my dog, and we just, you know, we, we share the same interest and same musical taste, so it's just easy, you know, we, it's not even like we got to question anything, it's just like. You got a shorthand. Yeah. It's like boom, we know we know what we're doing. Well does being in LA like and, and being in that health minded culture, is that like something that health minded culture. Yeah. <laughs> but there ain't no health minded culture in Compton. We we had like a organic grocery store that got like shut down. It was like open for like three months or something like that. Why'd it get shut down? I don't know. Like I don't know, but I have no idea, man. But I don't know. There's not a, I'm trying to be more healthy, like, you know, just on my on my new, you know healthy life trying yeah. to you know i watch what i eat and shit i went what at one point i like lost a bunch of weight and i was like really on my shit i think i lost like 20 pounds i was just like on strict diets and just like not drinking any lean or anything like that but this traveling shit got me drinking lean again because it fucks up with my sleeping patterns and then a nigga can't fall asleep properly so i'll be getting off of the juice yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. don't buy it through, like, Instagram? I don't really on... drink it that much, though. Like, to be honest, like, I really, like, do that shit to medicate. Like, I really do it to, like, all right, I need a good, like, I need to sleep on this plane. Then I do it. Like, I like we don't really sip. Like, when I come to the studio, Sean, I never sip London drug shit anymore. Like, I'm pretty, like, I come over there, I'm so sober. I'm sipping water. Like, so that shit, like, just really be, like special occasions or bar mitzvahs yes traveling does it shock you how much of a rapper you've become i guess yeah (laughs) yeah it has you're the guy you used to hate (laughs) yeah exactly but nah you know i'm i don't even like consider myself it's like yeah i rap over beats i guess so i'm a rapper (laughs) but like I'm not a rapper though man well how many of the how many of the guys like growing up like would rap you know? huh? Like, how many guys just, like, around would rap? Yeah, they all everybody, would be rapping. Right? Yeah, everybody get faded on the block and then start rapping and but shit then, like But that. no one wanted to be the rapper. Nobody wanted to be the rapper, though. But then, like, homies would even be, like, you know, like, we had one time we had, like, a studio right in the turf, like, right in the heart of the foe line. And, like, we'd, all the homies, we would just be hanging out at the park drinking. And then we'd just go back to the homies' house and, like, just make records. Those records would ne- never come out because they're, like super gang banging and disrespectful and shit like that but like all the homies bust all the all the homies can rap you feel me so when you were 
growing up mm. and you would hear people rap and you would hear lyrics that they claimed to be true and you just thought it was all no, false. not even that. I wasn't even that. It's just like, I just, I don't know. It's just like something about like, I don't know. Just like, yeah, that shit corny. Like, you know, rappers get robbed in LA. Like, like, you know what we see in LA? Like, like out of towners come and like pay gangs to like protect them and shit like that. Like, that ain't bracking. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like our big, big time artists come and want to like join gangs after they're like already famous. Like, that's mystery. Like, I don't know. I just see a lot of mystery shit. Like, so, you know, like, like everybody think LA is like their playground. Like, this shit ain't, this shit ain't your playground. Like, this is where we from. This is where we do our shit at. Well, on that, on that yeah. subject, what do you think of like the popularity of Blood Talk? And what do you think about the popularity? It's crazy. Of, that right? shit wild. But like, you know, at the same time, YG is like my good friend. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's so tight. Like, you know, he, he like trademarked the word Bompton. Mm-hmm. Like, that's brazy. <laughs> you feel me? That's a word like the homie's been saying since like 80 something. You feel me? Like, but like now you got like white kids and like Justin Bieber wearing like Bompton sweaters and shit yeah. like that. So, you know, at the end of the day, like, sure, it's all, it's all like, I mean, it's all positive because like, you know, it's, it's, it's like some, in some way it's like we're getting recognition for this shit, but some, sometimes it rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, this shit is sacred. Like this, this little thing of ours that's mm-hmm. like now, like, you know, but I bet you the Crips felt like that too when like Snoop was like super big and then you see like, white people see walking and shit like that mm-hmm. like you know that shit just gets exploited it is what it is have you met elon musk i haven't all right <laughs> haven't met him i'm still waiting on my tesla <laughs> still waiting on my rocket launcher you yeah. I'm yeah be the first pyro in space you <laughs> all that yeah not a lot of rappers have uh, rocket launchers right no, <laughs> no I'm, a, I'm gonna tear shit up with that they don't want no problems <laughs> So, uh, all right. So this the homie's got rocket launchers now, blood. We finna pull up. It's <laughs> over. We're clearing our whole neighborhoods. We don't come in with the PA system like kids and mothers clear. <laughs> about to lay shit down. <laughs> all right, but yeah, I'm just excited about this project. I'm excited that you did it in a non-traditional way. I'm excited that you let it rock organically. That people picked up on it and that you were able to re-release it and not pay any fucking, uh, you know labels or anything just yeah, like appreciate it. do it your own and and i'm glad that you shut it down like an organic store in the in bompton right yeah. <laughs> exactly. congratulations on it yeah thank you you and sean yeah, yeah sean you know what i'm saying this is it yeah, yeah we're looking forward to everything else all right right on all right thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of a waste time with it's the real jeff people want to find out more about us i'm eric with the curly hair you're jeff with the glasses together we are It's The Real, no apostrophe, no spaces. Jeff, if people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called A Waste of Time with It's The Real. What a clever name. Mm. If people want to find out more about anything and everything that's going on with us, where can they go? You can always go to itstherial.com. Why would you go anywhere else to find anything about us? Just go straight to the source. Yeah. Double XL Magazine. <laughs> it's the real.com. I T S T H E R E A L.com. 
if you're looking for tickets, if you're looking for our book, Rhyme Book, if you're looking for our music, if you're looking for our podcast, if you're looking for our merch, it is all there. It's Also, I'm sure there's pictures of us. It's thrill.com. If you're looking for our podcast, look on iTunes, A Waste of Time with It's The Real, or if you're maybe not on an iPhone, maybe the iPhone is too expensive. Maybe. Maybe it's too good. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe it's made by two tiny hands. Well, and maybe you want to use SoundCloud. Go to soundcloud.com slash a waste of time or soundcloud.com slash it's the real or what? Soundcloud.com slash the number two yeah. Jews. Yeah. Number two yeah. black dudes. Right. Two Jews, two black dudes. That's for all the movie reviews. That's for all the movie reviews. Okay, cool. Yeah, great. If you're looking for our music, okay. Teddy Bear Fresh is on all streaming services. Go cop that right now. That's an album, by the way. Someone did jump in our live today and say, hey, it's my favorite mixtape. And I'm like, they had the gall. I said, you know what? I appreciate you listening, but get it the fuck right. Yeah. It's a, it's a full album. Don't you come to us and tell us <laughs> that we have a good mixtape when it is an official release. Give me those streams back. Yeah. Teddy a, Bear Fresh. It is an official release. That's right. If you are looking for us on social media. Mm-hmm. At It's The Real on Twitter, at It's The Real on Facebook, at It's The Real on Instagram, at It's It's The Real on Fortnite. All right. Stink on there. Go get your ass whooped by Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I got that stunner grenade. Jeff, for that ass. You know, we so often get hit up by people who so appreciate what we do, and that is so lovely to hear, and we, we really do um, love hearing about it. We love when you guys reach out to us and you tell us you helped me pass the time or you helped me get over something tough or you know what? I fell asleep to your podcast. We love it all. And we want to show our appreciation to you guys. Yes. So Jeff, who do you want to shout out today? Well, I should say that so many people reached out and said, oh my God, you had Jay Worthy on the podcast. Yeah. It has been like a month and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And people were so excited. This is true. But I forgot all those people. Damn. So, I do want to shout out Bar None. Shout out to Bar None. Who is our neighbor who brought over Jay Worthy. He, he was is in the building. one of Jay Worthy's man. He's like his New York manager is how we yeah. describe him. Shout out to Bar. Mm-hmm. An OG. An OG. From around the way. Who you can spot running through Riverside Park yeah. and doing 4,000 push-ups <laughs> in Central Park. Shout out to Bar. Jeff, I want to shout out our friend out there in San Diego, our friend Josh, also known as El Stampo. El Stampo. El Stampo. <laughs> shout out to Josh, aka El Stampo, who, when we met him in Los Angeles, we did a meetup in Los Angeles in January of this year. Yeah. And he brought his own notebook and he asked us to inscribe it with something inspirational, which we did. And I was so happy to do that. And I thought to myself, Rhyme Book, our notebook that is in stores right now, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, It's The Real.com, that was just in development. And I thought to myself, this is what it's really about. Write down your hopes and your dreams and, and run into someone and have them sign something nice. Shout out to El Stampo for putting that into the air and having us sign that book right there. And so glad that he went out and ordered his copy of Rhyme Book and it's arriving to him soon. Again, Rhyme Book available right now. 30 pages of original content inside this lined notebook. It's beautiful. It's fun. 
we gave our copies to Jadakiss and to Styles and to Sheik just the other day. We use ours. We saw our guy Fleisch was using his. Lots of people have hit us up about it. It's super dope. Let's keep it at the top of the charts. Go to itsthereal.com and order yours right now. Guys, we appreciate you. As always, not for real, for real. Sure, sure. We'll see you guys next week. Right.